Hello and welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. This is a special interview episode that we did with Jake Bushman from Journey with Jake Podcast. Jake likes to find out all the special moments that make amazing memories, or as he says, it's not about the destination but the journey. So we tell Jake about one of our most amazing nights while we were in Spain and it's a memory that will stay with us forever. It involves our wedding anniversary, a deserted rooftop bar and an Ed Sheeran song. So you need to hang around to the end to hear all about that. So I hope you enjoy our chat with Jake from Jake on a Journey podcast. One of the things I love about going on vacation are the moments that are not necessarily planned for. Have you ever been on vacation and took a step back and realized everything is exactly as it should be and the situation or place you're in appears to be just perfect? We get to experience that exact thing with my guests, Lyle and Leanne from the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. Lyle and Leanne are from Australia, but have a love for Spain. In this episode, they share all the wonderful things about Spain, but also tap into those moments of looking around and realizing everything is just right. As Ed Sheeran's song Perfect says, barefoot on the grass, listening to our favorite song. And this happened for Leanne and Lyle in Spain. My name is Jake Bushman. And I am the host of Journey with Jake. I love getting to know others through their experiences, vacations, and travels. I've been fortunate enough to have talked to many different people from all different backgrounds. You will love this episode today with guests Leanne and Lyle from Beach Travel Wine Podcast. Welcome to Journey with Jake. This is a podcast about travel and vacations through the eyes of ordinary people like you and me. While it will be somewhat informative, this podcast is about the stories and experiences and the why behind the travel. My goal is to take each of us on a journey each episode as I speak with a different guest about the places and experiences that have meaning to them. My hope is we will each gain a little more insight from these experiences and appreciate the places we like to travel to. After all, it's not all about the destination as it is about the journey. Before we get to my conversation with Leanne Lau, please be sure and leave me a review. This helps get the word out about Journey with Jake so others can enjoy these conversations as well. I also suggest following me on Instagram at Journey with Jake Podcast. I post some extras there with pictures, segments from the show, etc. Also, if you'd like to share your experiences or talk about a place that has special meaning to you, please let me know. I would love to get you on the show. Send me an email to jake at journeywithjake.net or DM me on Instagram at journeywithjakepodcast. Let's get to it with Leanne and Lyle about Spain. Leanne and Lyle, welcome to Journey with Jake. Hi, Jake. Hey, hi, Jake. This is awesome. So my most recent recording was from somebody from Australia, and I get the opportunity to have two of you from Australia. And again, so this is fantastic. Like I always do on Journey with Jake, tell me a little bit about who Leanne and Lyle are. Give us a little background on who, who you are. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. <laughs> well, we're, we're Leanne and Lyle. We are obviously an Australian couple. It's our second marriage for both of us. And uh, we decided after being together for years, we wanted to retire and travel the world. So, you know, that's that's the pretty basic backstory. I grew up in country New South Wales, which is um, we live in Queensland now and, and New South Wales is the state down. And Lyle's a, a city boy from Melbourne. And uh, we both ended up on the Sunshine Coast. Paths crossed at exactly the perfect time. Very nice. You said the state. So is it considered states then? Is that kind of what you call the different areas in Australia? I mean, that's what we call the 
United States, but is that what you call it there as well? Yeah, states and territories. Okay. There's two territories and the rest are states. Gotcha. Two territories and the rest are states. What state are you in now, currently? Queensland. Queensland. Okay. Very good. Mm -hmm. The Sunshine State, it's called. The Sunshine State. Very nice. And we live on the Sunshine Coast. (laughs) Very good. Sounds like you got a lot of sunshine. So Yes. (laughs) That's good. And sorry, Lyle, what were you saying before I kind of cut you off? Well, we met online. Yeah, we did. And uh, our first coffee date, uh, we met at 9 o'clock. Three o'clock, the people in the uh, cafe were closed, so we had to go. So there was a surf club across the road which had a bar, so we went and had a glass of wine. So about 5.30 that afternoon, I jumped in my car to go back to work. We've been together ever since. That's true. Wow. Nine in the morning, all the way Mm -hmm. till 5.30 that evening. Closed the coffee shop down. They had to kick you out of there. (laughs) And boom, here we are. Sure. And we met online before it was, um, you know, the swipe right and left, the, the popular thing, you know. It was a bit daggy then. I was embarrassed to tell people, but, you know, now it's the thing to do, so it's all good. Yeah. You were ahead of the times then, I guess, you know, uh-huh. with the whole yeah, online, yeah. meeting somebody online. There and we go. kids, grandkids, what do you got going on there? Well, between us, we've got four adult children. Okay. Eight grandchildren. Eight grandchildren. Very nice. Eight. I know, right? I'm very, very... Got to keep you hopping, huh? Yes, that's why we need to travel. <laughs> <laughs> very good. And Liam wants to be the cool nana. I do. Do yeah. the cool nana. Very nice. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. be right. I mean, I don't have any yeah. grandkids yet, so but I've heard that's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. We called in to see one the other day. It was her fourth birthday, and the first thing she said was, "Nana, I really love my Spain T-shirt. Can you buy one for my teacher?" And I was like, "Cool." You know, they, they already know Nana goes traveling. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> And you mentioned Spain, a Spain T-shirt, and I know that's where we're going to kind of focus sure. today is on is on Spain because sounds like you have a lot of great memories from Spain, and it means a lot to both mm. of you. So we'll talk about that quite a bit. But before we jump into that, like you said, you like to travel. You guys have been to all kinds of places. I think I read at least between the two of you, it's forty countries or more, something like that, mm. on where you guys have been. And also, you have your own podcast called Beach Travel Wine. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that was one of those things where I turned to Lyle one day and I said, I was thinking, and whenever I say that, Lyle gets a, oh, what now sort of thing. So I said, you know, I was thinking when we go to Spain this time, it'd be really cool to to do a podcast, you know. Um, you know, we can, we can listen to it, we can share our travels because there's nothing better than sitting down and sharing travel stories with with people, you know, friends, strangers, family, and you know, we just love doing that, and and I just thought we'd be able to do it uh, while we travelled, and so that's how that started for sure, wasn't it? And and I kept saying to him, you know, we got to, we need to start this, we need to start this, and we're sitting on a a floor in an apartment in in Paris, and it was our first sort of stop on our way to Spain, and I said we'll do this now, or we you know we, we're just not going to do it, so. We, we sat down and um, we did it straight off the bat, you know, no um, script, no editing, because once again, I'm not that technology, you know, not that smart <laughs> with technology. After we, we, we did it, we were sort of um, pumping the air. We thought that was so much fun. You know, we got such a buzz out of it. We, we, we just loved it and we haven't stopped. So, yeah, we, we just really love doing it. Awesome. And the name, Beach Travel Wine. So the travel part, get it. 
The sure. beach and the wine. Tell us about the beach and the wine. Well, you know, when you start a blog, travel blog or a, a podcast, you know, everyone talks about, you know, you got to name it properly and what are you going to name it? And I just sort of came up with that one day because we live at the beach. We love the beach. Beach is sort of the family and, and as well. And when we travel, we'd, we'd like to go to beach places. So it just seemed like a good representation of us. Travel is, yeah, as you said, obvious, and I would have thought wine was obvious. However, <laughs> it that also encompasses food and restaurants, and and you know, go, you know, being sharing wine with friends and 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 that sort of stuff. So that you know, it's sort of representative of of those three areas of of, of our life. And, yeah, I think with the wine, I think it's not only represents the fact that we like drink, like to have a drink, and we, I particularly like the history of wine and uh, I came from a hospitality industry so I've always been interested in it from from a, from a very long time but I think wine also indicates relaxed holiday yeah good point yeah, that makes sense that makes sense yeah. yeah with the whole beach travel wine thing which I do think is a great name that's a great name by the yeah. way what kind of you. what are your episodes like can you kind of give us a little tell us a little bit about what some of your episodes are like I've listened to a couple here and there but they're very relaxed. They're, you know, there's a, I, you know, like we sort of fell into it, as I said, you know, we, we, we did that first one and we sort of work really well together. Lyle's sort of the the numbers history guy. He does the research and, and you know, makes check, fact checks the places that we, we go and, and, and make sure we don't miss anything. I'm just sort of the, well, I like to call himself the talent, you know, the show couldn't be without. <laughs> you are the talent for sure. Yeah, here's the talent. Yeah, that's it. And um, and I just I'm there for the description, the fluff, the fun, and and putting it all sort of in in a bit of a a bit of an order. Having said that, we you know we we only ever record once. We don't edit because, as I said, I, I don't know how. So it's it's just like the way we like to see it is you know, Jake, we're chatting to you, friends, and we're telling you a place we've been and where you should go and how much fun it was and where, you know, all that stuff while having a glass of wine. So it, it's got that feel to it. And at the same time, waiting for the perfect opportunity to take the piss out of one of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of those stories. Yeah, leave leave it sure. up to Lyle. I love it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I love that. I love what you said about that because I, I always say on my my podcast too. I want it to just be a conversation, and it's something I enjoy. I and I've realized as I do this, I enjoy hearing other people's stories. At first, I thought, okay, I enjoy telling my stories sometimes, and so me and my brother kind of shared an experience together about that, and that's kind of what motivated me to do this podcast. And as I've heard all these other stories about different places and and what it means to you specifically, I don't care if you're a professional traveler or, you know, someone who's from that area who knows all, you know, I don't, I just like to hear what does it mean to Leanne and Lyle? And that's what I've enjoyed. And that's why I enjoy doing this podcast. It's been a lot of fun for me. Every time I get to sit down and do this part of it, this is the favorite part of it. The editing. Yeah. That's a little tricky. Yeah. A little time consuming, that sort of thing. But this is the part I enjoy is this actual, here we are doing it. So it's a lot of fun. Well, we agree with that. Like the actual, the podcast part is is the, the easy part, you know? It's, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And you said you it's, get a buzz um, out of it. I think every time I get done doing this, I'm like, I am too. I'm like, just so hyper. Yeah, it is. so fun. It is. Definitely. Without a doubt. Oh, it's definitely a, an adrenaline rush. Yeah. yeah. You know? and, and, the, and the Doberman at the end of it, that's, I mean, it's, it, it sounds a bit wanky, but 
it is. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. My, my younger brother, I usually, after I record an episode, I'll call him sometimes just to let him tell him about it. And sometimes I'll call him. He'll be like, let me guess. You just recorded an episode, you know, you can tell when I'm calling. That's why I'm calling him. It is. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Get a little dopamine rush and it's, it's a ton of fun doing this for sure. I, I think podcasters are a bit um, of, of a unique, uh, you know, sort of person, you know, only because like, for, well, probably I'm talking about myself. You get a bit addicted to it, don't you? You know, and you just want to talk podcasts, not the technicalities, but just, I know I do. I'm just like, now we've got to do that podcast and we're going to do this. And what about this idea? And I want, you know, like it, it's just, and I'm so glad I can actually annoy the crap out of Lyle. You know, he said, he just nods, you know, I think, and I'll say, yeah, but I get what you're saying. You ring your brother because it is, it's just like something that you want to share, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I think uh, with Leanne and I, I don't think either of us have been shy in our lives. And I think too, as you get older, uh, we're retired, obviously. So we've got as much time as we like to do it. But I think as you get older too, you're really quite happy to, you're not worried about what people think, Mm. you know? Yeah. Who cares? Like either you want to listen to it or you don't want to listen to it. That's your decision. Exactly. No, that's your loss. That's your loss. Good point. Yeah, good call. Yeah. No, you're, you're both absolutely right. And, it is. It's a lot of fun. This has been a ton of fun. Mm. Looking at your little bio, reading up on you, again, mm-hmm. you've been to a ton of places. We're really going to focus on Spain. But there was a couple places I wanted to just hear about a little bit. You talked about, I think it was in New Zealand. You had family there. It sounds like Lyle was skiing. Tell, yeah. Give me just a little quick, what was this trip about? And what kind of, how did this come about? And tell us a little bit about sure. this trip. Well, funnily enough, we're going we're going back next year with family, but it's I guess you'd call it an intergenerational ski trip to in the South Island of New Zealand. Lyle had been before we'd met. I hadn't I hadn't been to uh, a gorgeous little place called Queenstown, and so we went with my three adult children at the time. We only had three grandchildren. Yeah, Lyle skied. Um, all the boys skied. My sons and my son-in-law and and I skied. In fact, that's one of my favourite memories is in the ski lodge after we'd all been skiing and having a beer with the boys. I, I stay on the beginner slope all day and they go everywhere. But, you know, yeah, so that that was that was a lot of fun. It's a beautiful spot. I, I still think New Zealand's the most beautiful place I've ever seen of, out of all the places we've been, yeah. And so we're all going back this year, sorry, uh, next year, and so this time there's eight adults and eight children. Wow. That'll be a lot of fun. Will it, will it long? Yeah, well, the second week will because the second week will be there by itself. Oh, there we're you go. Home. Yeah. It's be a little chaotic a, um, the first week, but the second week will yeah, yeah. down. That's all good. That's all yeah. good. It's a massive wine area too, that that part of Spain. Oh, um, Spain, sorry, New Zealand. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we will save the Otago sort of um, red wines and we'll, so we'll save the wine. wine the Pinot Noirs. The Pinot Noirs, yes. Mm. We'll save the, the wine revisits for and, you know, the, the fancy restaurants for when we're there on our own. Gotcha. So. I mm. never thought of New Zealand as a place that has, like, skiing. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, both islands. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not probably, it's not the best skiing, but it's better than Australia. Okay. Mm. And for us to go to New Zealand, it's actually less trouble to fly from Queensland to Queenstown than it is to get to the ski fields in New South Wales and Victoria. Gotcha. Okay. So it even Hmm. works out better logistically for you as well. Yes, sure. The other place I wanted to hear about, and I love how you said you enjoy just being in the lodge with your family and your sons, just having a beer and just relaxing. But the other place that you mentioned, I think you mentioned the Maldives. 
Yeah. What was that all about? <laughs> that sounds awesome. Well, well, a couple of things. Tell the whole truth. I will tell the whole truth. But we were at the Maldives because there's an Australian uh, rock singer who I've been a fan of since, well, I was going to say, what, what, 42 years. So since I was 15, I'm now 57. And so he was in a band and uh, now he sings on his own. So his name's Jimmy Barnes. For, For a while there, we've sort of said Jimmy Barnes was our travel agent because We'd find out where he was playing and we'd go and make a holiday of it, you know. We, you know, so we went to Darwin to see him, you know, we've been to Melbourne. And so this trip was to see Jimmy Barnes in the Maldives. And, you know, so you're on an island and he's playing, you know, um, is that like mass, I think 200 people, and he does three concerts. So it was just that part of it was was magical. And I met um, or we met some friends there that we're still really good friends with, and you know, that that was so much fun. But you know, for Australians. Well, for us, travelling from Australia, I would actually say the Maldives is overrated. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. it takes 24 hours to get there. You've got to change flights. It's as far as Europe. You know, once you get to the Maldives, there's one main island where the capital is, and from there all the resorts are, you know, miles away and you have to go in a boat and most planes arrive into Mali's the capital at night. So you're travelling over wild water at night time to get to your resort. And once you're at your resort, there's you know, they're only small islands. There's there's really nothing to do, you know, and we live at the beach, right? So, you know, that isn't the draw card for us. So, you know, it's a it's a Muslim country, so they don't have a lot of choice of alcohol, which, you know, as you know, we like to go to restaurants beach and, travel and, wine. and yeah. Right? Yeah, very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. It's not beach travel cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is too, I think, you know, you said that you had a uh, the guy on before us was talking about Ely Beach and the mm-hmm. Whit Sundays. Uh-huh. Well, you know, the Maldives really haven't got anything more to offer than what the Wind- Whit Sunday mm-hmm. Islands have got. And oh, that's wow. a three hour flight. Yeah, yeah, and it's only three hours for us. However, if you're a surfer and you want to go somewhere where you can basically completely shut off, then, then it's probably perfect. Um, okay. But, you know, for, yeah, we, we, just you can only walk around an island so many times and, and there's one restaurant, you know, like it's a buffet restaurant and that's where everyone eats and then there's, you know, one really expensive restaurant, you know, and that's it. So, yeah, it's 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 um, it's um all about the water sports for sure. Yeah, okay. and that's brilliant. I mean, with the, the diving and all that sort of thing. Yeah, the diving, really good. surf lessons. And the surf and I, apparently yeah. it's got the best, well, one of the best left breaks in the world, mm. which I've got no idea what that means because I'm not a surfer. <laughs> Me but, neither. you know, the, the yeah. people that we that were, were surfers were raving about how good the surf was. So, and we yeah. did do surf lessons and, and we did snorkel there, you know. But, yeah. you know, like I just think if you're going to spend that money and travel that far, you know, for, especially from Australia, I don't know how far it is is from the states. It's it just is a very yeah yeah. It just you don't need you know. I guess Mexico, you know, places around the Caribbean for you guys would be just as easy and just as remarkable for that cool. sort of okay. thing. Mm. I I love that, and I'm glad you had that mm. honesty about what how you feel about it, and you know, yeah. you still like it, still love it, but it wasn't overrated. Yeah. I like that. So. A good yeah. word. Well, word it's, for it's, that. it's a lot more expensive than yeah. Oh, yeah. than Spain, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, on, say we spent um, what was it, 11, 11 weeks in Europe, and I think it cost us all up thirty two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's Australian dollars. Australian dollars. No, that's a lot less. In whereas the US. you know, seven days in the Maldives, you're looking at twelve, fourteen thousand dollars. Well, yeah, for okay. one week. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, it's a huge yeah. difference. That makes a difference. Very expensive. Yeah. 
So the, really, the big purpose of going then was was it what was it what was the name Barnes J- Jimmy Barnes Jimmy Barnes yeah. Jimmy Barnes Don't you forget that now, yeah, Jake? Yeah. I used to I used to run nightclubs and and pubs and that sort of thing. So he we used him a lot in the pubs. Okay, um, and very successfully. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's very. Very, very well good. And the, the band that originally from Cold Chisel. Mm. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be looking him up on YouTube after we're done talking. Yeah, you do that. You won't be disappointed. All right, cool. Jimmy Barnes. Good I old like Aussie it. rock. I bet you the guy from Brisbane didn't tell you about Jimmy Barnes. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Um, why would he? <laughs> I love it, though. But that see, that's why it had meaning to you, though. The Maldives yeah, had meaning of because of, of Jimmy it's Barnes. It's the only reason we went, right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, that's yeah. and that's one reason. I mean, people yeah. travel for those kind of things, and you did. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, well, that's interesting as what Leanne said is that we've done. We people say, "Oh, why would you go interstate to see Jimmy Barnes or or anybody?" The thing is, we actually plan the holiday around that. Mm. So, for instance, we say we we saw him in um, Adelaide. And part of that was then we went and Adelaide or South Australia has very, very well-known wineries. So we did a trip around the wineries once after the show for a few days. Maybe maybe I think it took about five days. Mm. Melbourne, the same thing. So it's, you know, and, and Darwin especially. Yeah, yeah, we did. Leanne, have you met him then in person? Sure. Very nice. I was gonna, <laughs> you have times. to have. A few yeah. times. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. I wondered. I was like, all my friends say, you know, he must know who you are by now. I'm like, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he does. That's great. Love it. (laughs) Thanks for sharing that. Just ignores me. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's Lyle? (laughs) Just go straight to Leanne. Perfect. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, wouldn't you? (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Can't blame him. Can't blame him at all. So let's jump into Spain. I'm excited to talk about Spain because I've never been to Spain. My dad's been to Spain years ago, served, served mm-hmm. a church mission there years ago. But Spain just, there's so much about Spain that it just sounds awesome. So, however, you, wherever you want to start, let's kind of talk about Spain. Let's start there. We love Spain. And I think, you know, like we've done about 25 of our podcasts are about Spain and the different places we went. And I want, I've always wanted to go since I was a little girl. My grandmother had. Spanish heritage and when I met Lyle that day that we were talking at a cafe for all those hours you know we're talking about the things we where we've traveled where we want to go and I said well I really want to go to Spain and Lyle's answer to that was what did you say oh I guess I'm going to Spain then <laughs> so from that from that first day and so we we got to go the first time in 2016 and we went for, for four weeks and this time we traveled around with my middle son and his then fiance now wife and just fell in love even more than, you know, thinking that, that I'd love it, didn't we? Mm. And so then we went back uh, as soon as we sold our business and retired, we went back for eight weeks and then we were going back and you know, everyone knows what happened. And, COVID. <laughs> and, and so we've just got back from oh, well, uh, earlier this year from uh, 11 weeks um, travelling around Spain, so... Yeah, so I love this, I love the time you spend there. Four weeks. I mean, right? that's a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. Of course, eight we, weeks, even more. Eleven weeks. Wow. We just realized, you know, you sort of learn as you travel. I think, you know, there's a there's a lot of people that you know want you know want to tick off 
um, you know, like cities and countries and, and you know, go to all the, the places. Some people just want to backpack and walk in, out in the country and do hikes and things. And we've just sort of discovered the way we like to travel, you know, I don't we I guess you could call it slow travel. We like to stay about a week in a place and we just find a week's really good because you're not rushed. You know, we get a little apartment near the old town, near the city centre. We've got all week to explore. And, you know, some days we walk out the door and what do we say? Left or right. Left or right. Which way are we going to go? Other days we just, you know, don't go very far at all. Some days we walk 10, 15 k's. And, and we just, that way you just get to know a town. You get to know, you know, the feel of it. And the more time we spend in Spain, the more comfortable we become and the more brave we get to explore, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and I think the fact that Leanne has been learning Spanish for a considerable, considerable amount of time and, and since the second trip, I've been learning for probably a couple of years now. And we, not that you need to be able to speak Spanish to go to Spain because most of the big cities, you know, you're going to come across people that speak English. But we found the reaction of people when we, or especially when Leanne converses with them, mm. uh, is incredible. Like they just welcome you with open arms. And the people are, are so friendly. Mm. So I guess the, the thing about Spain is it has... It's it, like it's, Spain, the country, would fit inside Australia 15 times. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not huge, but the diversity in the landscape and, and the culture is huge, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so you've got the stereotypical Spanish area down south where you've got the flamenco dancers and the Andalusian horses and, you know, the, the tapas and, and all the all the Moorish sort of um, history and, and the, the famous sites down down there the, and obviously the Mediterranean beach. And then you've got obviously the, the cities like Barcelona and, and, and Madrid, which have, you know, the, the art galleries and museums if you're so so inclined and the lovely big park areas. And and then, of course, you've got the Gaudi sort of stuff, which is, you know, pretty unique to, to Spain, you know, the Sagrada Familia. The architecture. The architecture, that's right. Yeah, lots of architecture. And you know, then you've got the, you know, the wine areas, you know, which, you know, produce so much wine and, and spectacular wine. And then you've got, you know, like the northern area, which includes like the Picos de Europa, you know, the peaks of Europe and and the green lush, you know, areas around the glacial lakes. And then on and then north of that even you've got like the, the northern beaches areas, you know, of San Sebastian, which is, you know, the, the food capital of the world, the locals say, and Santander, which, you know, just the promenades and the beaches. And it's just so varied, you know, and there's something for everyone and um, we that we just adore it. <laughs> and I think, too, the, 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 as I said, the affordability of it, there's so many places, a lot of every place in Spain has free tapas, but a lot of them do. So tapas, you know, is like the little bits of food mm-hmm. that you get, yeah, yeah, um, with, with, with a drink, yeah. So especially in southern Spain, although we did come across it in, in northern Spain, you know, we've, we've just done a podcast about Almeria where we went in and we bought a bottle of wine, which was 12 euro, which is actually quite expensive. But with that, we got four tapas that we could order, you know, not just, you know. A, off a menu. Off a menu, plus dessert. And that all the food was free because we'd bought the bottle of wine, you know, wow. and, and it was fantastic food. you know. And so it's a the culture there with the food and eating too is very different to Australia. Australia, you know, you go out here to the pubs to drink, you know, and um, but whereas in 
in Spain, you, you see families from young children and their parents and their grandparents, they're all out to dinner. It's quite late. They're walking around the streets. They're sitting, At midnight. Having a glass of wine. And, you know, nobody's in a rush. No one sort of comes up and says, oh, we need that table in 30 minutes. We've got someone else coming in. You know, they just leave you to, to sit. They've actually got a, a term for it. It's called sobra mesa, which means around or above the table. And that part of the meal is as important as any, you know, is the actual conversation after the meal. And um, so that that's a really, really nice cultural thing that, that we love. So that 12 euro too, the yes. euro is pretty close to the American dollar. Yeah. yeah. That's still very so, affordable with all the, especially with all the food you're getting with it and dessert. And the food, excellent. Yeah, I mean, food. excellent. Yeah. And I think the other side of it too with the different regions or even even the different towns in Spain, they're very parochial. They're mm. very... Uh, proud of their heritage yeah and so they should in northern spain they've got some scottish sort of Celtic heritage yeah yeah and in actually in northern spain you actually see they're a taller spaniard Mm. and they're a more blonde Mm. there's a more blonde up there interesting because of the Mm. because of the contact that they've had with you know the outside world and different yeah Mm. And there's all the Moorish architecture down south, you know, like the Alhambra in, in Granada uh, and, um, you know, the, the places in Seville. And, like it, yeah, and that's very um, uh, decorative, isn't it? The, oh, yeah. the, the architecture down south and and the history, like coming from Australia, we've, we've only been a country, you know, as, as it is now for, you know, 200 and something years, whereas, you know, we're, we're walking around a building that was built in 800. Yeah, and. Yeah, in northern Spain that was. Yeah, it's like you can't go get your head around it, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Well, you're drinking wine in a winery that has been there since 1100. They've, they've got that wine making figured out, right? Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've got that for sure. Yeah, Lyle, yeah. you mentioned something about, and I've heard this, I've heard they're, they eat late at night. You were saying like mm. midnight even, like they're wrapping up or, you know, what's that like? I mean, did you kind of join in we on that were, and you ate late as well? Well, they have siestas. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a glass of wine at lunchtime, which sometimes we do, <laughs> um, it's uh, very easy to go and have a bit of a lay down about three o'clock because everything closes up till about six and have a bit, about three hours sleep and then get up to start again. And generally, look, most places you don't open till say, nine o'clock. Mm. at night for dinner. I can remember we were staying in Cordoba and we had we were staying in a plaza and at the end of the plaza there was a, uh, a group of restaurants and we looked out the window. It was a Saturday night and they were still half full at 2 o'clock in the morning. But, they're, of course, it's hot. That's one of the reasons yeah. they do it and the sun's up late, of course. But what, what you find is they, they the tapas, they sort of, you can go and have tapas around the sort of six o'clock. Most most of the bars mm. have have that food. You never just go out to just to drink. So you know, people they might go out and and do a few little tapas bars for a couple of hours and then go to dinner. You know, so it's not like you have your your and lunch is always a bit later too. It's normally sort of two to three o'clock is sort of the lunch time, 
And then, you know, it's, you know, what we call here afternoon tea, you know, I don't, I'm not quite sure that there's a name for it in Spain. I've forgotten what it is, you know, which is that sort of nibbles with, we call it Friday fun day when we have it at home, but um, <laughs> over there, they do it every day. And um, they, I'd like to do it every I day. I know, right? But, <laughs> not allowed. Know, no, we're exactly. not allowed. But yeah, so, so they do like the the, the nibbles and, and stuff like that, the, the small tapas. And then, you know, some people that's enough, like for us, sometimes that was enough food, but but then you go on to a restaurant and and sit down and and they still do share plates though you know uh, most restaurants are, it's a share plate sort of situation isn't it yeah mm. and one of the things that we noticed where we were told these particular areas were quite expensive we found compared to Australia which is actually is expensive mm. and we found it you know the, the the what they said the most expensive places we thought well that's what we pay in Australia yeah it's pretty comparable for us yeah yeah. And the food, as I said, I keep on going back to the food quality. It's amazing. I'll put you on the spot a little bit here. Someone like me who's never been, say I only have a week in Spain. Sure. Where yeah. should I go? What should I do if I only had a week? I don't have the eight weeks or the 11 weeks. If I only had a week and I want to visit Spain. Well, there's a couple of things I'd, I'd, I'd probably suggest, you know, and it's it comes back to that um, attitude of, don't try and see too much, you know. Um, I've been on a few uh, Facebook groups where I've been trying to help people with their their itineraries and things and, you know, you just can't quite get through that, you know, the more you try and see, the less you'll see. So I would probably go two ways. I'd probably either fly into Barcelona and and just do a couple of little coastal towns in Barcelona for the week or, or I would fly into Madrid a couple of days in Madrid and take the fast train, which is three and a half hours down down to uh, Malaga at the south of Spain and just do a couple of little towns on that Costa de Sol, you know, and maybe include Seville for a, a day trip. What do you say about that? Yeah, that's one option. But there's also the option. It depends on what you, what mm, you like yeah. individually too. Like for me, the history and the which is part of the the, the architecture and, 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 and if you want the wow factor of Spain, Fly to Madrid, jump on the fast train and go to Seville and Granada and what's the other one? Cordova. Cordova. They're, they're the three, they call them the Golden Triangle. Mm. And the history there and the architecture mm. just will blow your mind, absolutely blow your mind. But if you want a, a holiday on the beach, you know, um, and that's not actually well, it is Spanish, but the lush mountains and the Atlantic Ocean rather than the Mediterranean, you know, you go to northern Spain, you know, mm-hmm. San Sebastian, all up there. I agree with you, though. I think to get a taste of, of Spain into Madrid, you know, on the fast train s- south, so, you know, either base yourself in Malaga and do some day trips or stay in Seville. And you've got, you know, fl- uh, flamenco in yeah. Seville. It's huge. Mm. You've got the uh, bullfighting, you know, whether you're in it or you're not, but it's, um, it's part of the culture. It's part of the culture. So that's very heavy in those cities as well. Granada is, it has the Alhambra, which is a Moorish fort. You know, it's not just a one building. It's a whole sort of city and it, it's it's the most visited place in, you know, um, monument in Spain for, for good reason. And, you know, a lot of people have never heard of it and it's it, you need need to go and see that. But Granada is also known as the capital of the free tapas in Spain. So it's a university town and, yeah, they, they pride themselves on that there. So, yeah, those 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 three places we said. And, and Cordoba has the what they call a mosquito, which is Spanish for mosque, 
and it was built, you know, um, 1100. But when the Christians sort of came and took over, uh, this this mosque is arguably the second biggest in the world, depends on what research you do. But inside this mosque is, and you can't imagine it, so the mosque has got all the red and white horseshoe arches of, of the, the, the architecture and, uh, you know, there's something like 1,200 of those arches and you can't really see from one side of it to the other and then you go around this corner and right smack bang inside this huge mosque is a full-size Catholic cathedral with the domes and the choir area and the altar and everything in it. And so, you know, they they decided they weren't going to knock the mosque down. They were just going to build inside it. And it, you know, whether you're religious either or not, there's you cannot help but be blown away by, Absolutely. by this building. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's amazing. So there's sites like that all over Spain that you never hear of. You know, well, we don't in Australia, uh, yeah. and yeah, you you just can't believe them. I I'm excited about this because Lyle, you mentioned just the architecture. I think that's what I would love. I think I would enjoy just seeing those sites and these things that we just don't see every day. It sounds awesome, but also the Mediterranean being down there, and you know, the southern part, and yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just there's so much. I mean, we could probably have several episodes on just Spain and different spots we in have. Spain. <laughs> yeah, you have, exactly. I'll just listen and tune in on yours because, yeah, yeah. man, it, yeah. just, it just sounds it just sounds so incredible. I'm, I'm excited mm. to go one day. I've got to get over there. Ah, see, another thing I'm adding to my list. <laughs> one of the things to think about when you, when you go to Spain, they have these special accommodation places called Paradors or Paradores de España, and a Parador is either a culturally um, significant building or it's in a culturally significant place. And the government has bought about 50-odd of these. And what they've done is they've turned old buildings that were monasteries or um, jails or palaces Palaces. into accommodation. And they're often in the smaller little places, so they're not in, in the big cities, but just the smaller places not far from the big cities. And the the accommodation is generally four or five star. It, it's, and honestly, it's not that more expensive than, than normal accommodation. But one of the things that the government has said is with the restaurants, they need to be five star restaurants and they need to source the food from the local area. So even if you don't stay in the Parador, you can eat there. But you'll find that, you know, like there's say one in, in Toledo, which, you know, has the most amazing view over the gorge back over the old city. There's one in Ronda, which is down south, same thing. It's on the 100-metre gorge, you know, the, the, the gorge of Ronda, which looks at that famous bridge that everyone knows about. We stayed in one in a little place in western Spain called Caceres where no one spoke English. We, you know, we stayed in an old palace. It's So you get to experience that history uh, where you're staying. It, yeah, so if yeah, just um, treat yourself to one or two nights in something like that if you're going to have a week in Spain for sure. Yeah, I'd like to treat myself to a palace. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds, right. Yeah, sounds really. You know, nice. finally, finally, you know, Lyle realized I was a queen. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Queen of fun, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> any special? You've probably had a lot, but maybe if you can think of one off the top of your head, any special moments together, or any you know experiences or stories you want to share of somewhere in Spain that means a lot to you? Well, there's pro- there are probably a couple, but. I think we, we've just done a podcast where we both sort of remembered that, that a special um, night, which, but can I tell you just a couple before I sure. get to the, the special one? Yeah. One of my favourite 
special times was in Tarragona, which is about an hour south of Barcelona on the coast, and that is where they do these things called castilles. Castillas are the people that that, that build them, and they're human towers. Uh-huh. And so, you know, people come in, hundreds of people sort of come in and form a base, and then, you know, depending on the figuration, they can go up to 10 layers, and on the top is like, a you know, children climbing all the way up these people. And I'd seen it on a, on a travel show, and this one day we were just in this old town in, in Tarragona, and there, there it was. And that's, you know, you, you don't see anything like that anywhere else in the world and that was that was and they're all in the same uniform and the music's playing that was special wasn't it you know Mm. um and another fun one was when we uh got went with some friends of friends in valencia and they took us to where the locals go all the cool guys and to a salsa club and we um we actually you know did our you know aussie basic uh salsa moves but that was that was pretty fun, you know. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. The salsa they part. can dance. Oh my god! Oh my god! They were good. Yeah, but so but that was so that sticks with me. But um, you know which one I'm going to tell was our yeah. favourite. So we were in this little place called Almeria, and it was in August because it was our wedding anniversary. Not we weren't there for our wedding anniversary. I just remember that's what it was. And the apartment we were staying in, I booked it because it had a rooftop bar. Funny that. And um, when we went up to the rooftop bar, it was basically deserted. They, they obviously weren't operating it anymore. So we went next door to the cafe and the cafe owner owned the apartment and we said, oh, you know, we want to go to the rooftop bar. And so we basically said, off you go, here's a couple of drinks, you know, help yourself, this is where the lights are. Basically gave us the keys. And he gave us the keys nice. to the city and said, off you go. And and so we're on on this rooftop bar. It's sort of got artificial turf down. We've got, we always travel with a little Bluetooth speaker you know, and that's been helpful in more ways than one, which is, you know, part of our podcast, we tell you about that. Um, But so we've got that, we've got the drinks, there's, you know, it's a beautiful clear night, the stars are out, you know, we're we're playing music, our favourite songs, there's a monastery all lit up in front of us, there's the Alcazaba on top of the hill, you know, the, the ancient wall going up to it, you know, it's just this perfect, perfect night. And then this song comes on, an Ed Sheeran song, we're dancing and it says, you know, we're barefoot on the grass, listening to our favourite songs, you know, underneath stars and and we just, it was just the perfect song at the perfect time and, um, yeah. And we had just enough to drink it to yeah. make sure it was really good. Yeah, it was perfect. It was just, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's still, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. emotional. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are those are those moments too that we, you know, with travel that you look back on and you just, man, I love that. You could not have planned it, right? No, you just, exactly. You just couldn't do it. Just happened. I've got, and... a, I've got another favorite one. Sure. And uh, it's actually the from Almi Necker. Oh yes. And um, which say. is a which is the um, the podcast we're doing next, mm. and it's another on the Costa Tropical, on the Mediterranean, and we'd been out for dinner again and, anyway, we're walking through the bar areas and, and we saw this sign, two mojitos, uh, mojitos five euro each. We thought, well, you okay. Can't. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> what we didn't know was a karaoke bar. Yes. <laughs> and Leanne thinks she can sing. <laughs> <laughs> so you what asked, is, you, you asked Jimmy Barnes. He what, reckons yeah. I can too. <laughs> so what did you sing, Leanne? Oh, look. When we look, let's. The story was that is true. We 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 had been out for dinner. We saw the most amazing sunset we'd ever seen, 
and we did walk into this karaoke bar, but the barman was determined if you bought a drink, you got a ticket to sing, and he was determined to, that we were going to sing. And yeah, um, he didn't say you had to have five. <laughs> and um, <laughs> stop telling lies. And and the, the Spanish people were in there, and they were singing karaoke, and they were singing very serious, you know, heartfelt, you know, love songs, and, you know, that's not fun, you know, so... <laughs> Um, You know, you do what any, you know, normal rock-loving person would do and you sing Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger and you get up and you clap and you get the whole, you know, crowd going and, um, you know, I was was very popular. (laughs) You got the crowd going. I have my three minutes of fame and my mojito and adios amigos. (laughs) (laughs) Off we went. Off we went. That was a lot of fun. Awesome. Oh, love hearing these stories. Fantastic. Yeah. Leanne's got a very, well, a very nice habit. She will say to me, we'll be sitting in a bar somewhere and she will say, do you want to meet a new friend? Yeah. I used to see people and just think, oh, it'd be nice to talk to them, you know. And she'll go, and I'll go, whereabouts? And she'll go, over there. Those people look nice. Let's go and chat to them. <laughs> and and we've met some of our closest friends that way. Yeah, wow. we have. That's true. Yeah. And um, that's, that, takes, that takes some bravery or it's just who you are. I think for me it'd be, I don't know, I don't know if I have that courage to just go up and talk to people. Well, you're not as old as us. <laughs> but we, we do have they a, feel sorry for us. Oh, they don't. No, that's not true. Do you know what? We have a really nice story from when we were up in northern uh, Queensland at Port Douglas and we were out for dinner and there was an, a lovely old gentleman on his own and he was talking to the waiter and the waiter was being very, very patient and chatting, but I could see the waiter needed to move on and this old guy was just desperate for conversation. So, he would have been in, well, he was. He was 80. He was in his late 80s. He was dressed, you know, like Australians, Australians aren't known for being well-dressed, you know, especially in, in the warm areas. And But he was dressed, you know, very nicely. You know, I just um, asked him, did he want to join us? Because I could just tell he, he needed to have a conversation, you know. And we had a lovely night with him. You know, it turns out he'd travelled all around Spain. It turns out he loved wine, you know. Well, he's and, a wine merchant. Yeah, so oh, wow. it was, yeah, so that was that was really nice. So sometimes it's not just because you had a few drinks and you, you know, you, it, it's. No, you that's know. true. Well, you did say to me, but as it turned out, that particular gentleman was a very, very close friend of the. Your first boss. My first, but the, the guy that gave From me my first job in hotels. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Small world, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. And you never know who yeah. you're talking to. So. Yeah. And always yeah. important and to be couple, kind and nice and you never know. Exactly. You don't want anyone else to go through this. And a couple of other things I absolutely adore about Spain very quickly is our shoes. Oh, my gosh. You know, the best shoes in the world, you know. And I love going out now and people say, oh, I like your shoes. Where'd you get them? Spain. <laughs> <laughs> These are from Spain. <laughs> These are from Spain, yeah. And just the fashion, you know, like as I said, you know, we, we live on the coast. You know, if, if you've got shoes on your feet, you're actually well-dressed. If you've got mm-hmm. thongs or what you call them flip-flops. Yeah. You know, you you you're ready. You're right to go anywhere. You know, people wear those things everywhere they go. And so in in Spain, everybody from the children who tend to wear matching outfits in families to you know the old people in their 80s with their walkers. You know, they're 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 and they're dressed immaculately. Yeah, it's it's a real yeah real culture thing. uh, Guys in Spain don't wear shorts. No. Oh wow. Long pants. Long Long pants, pants. and they're. And they're ironed and they're creased and Dang. like it's and they're but they're a good looking race too. Yeah. We yeah. do though. We wear shorts. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Tourists wear shorts, right? Yeah, yeah. No, where they're from? Yeah. Aussies. <laughs> Those Aussies. 
we're getting kind of up on time here, but this has been, man, it's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun. I'll kind of pose this question to both of you. Mm-hmm. You only have one place to visit in Spain. Where, is oh, that, stop it. where would that be and why? Do you mean to go back to or just tell someone that they have one? No, to go back. Like if you, this is going to be your last day on earth. You can only go to one spot in Spain. You'll never go back to Spain again. Where would you go? Oh, you better go first. I can't figure that one out. Wow. What do you think? Do you know what? I'd, I'd... <laughs> He's got that look. I'd probably go Cordoba. Cordoba. Okay. And that's where the, the mosque is with the the, mm-hmm. the uh, cathedral. Inside. And there's an Alcazar, uh, Alcazar um, yeah, across the, the road, which yeah. is just yeah. the most beautiful gardens. And it's across the road. Mm. Yeah, I probably I would probably go down south on the beach um, to a little place called Nerha. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, which we spent three weeks at and I could live there if I didn't have eight bloody grandchildren. And it's, <laughs> see, they ruin your life, kids and grandkids. No, but that was nice. <laughs> well, that was we, we had a holiday there. Yeah, it was beautiful. There's a Balcon de Europa, which goes out into the Mediterranean. If you're up early enough, you can watch the sunrise on one side. But if not, you can watch the sun go down. And it's, you know, it's got beautiful paving. The restaurants are amazing. The palm trees, the flowers. The yeah. tapas is, most of it's free. Mm. And it, and it's all good. Beautiful. Yeah. So Nerja, N-E-R-J-A, Nerja. Yeah, thanks for spilling that out because I know I'm going to be looking some of these places up afterwards. So, well, this is this has been fantastic. I am I'm all in on Spain now. This is I'm this going on my list, top of my list. As a matter of we've fact, we've done our job. Well, done. you've done yes, you've done your job. I hope other people listening kind of get that spirit of Spain as well and and want to travel yeah. to Spain and mm. and I'd say what's what's a way people can can reach out to you and if they have questions and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? You yeah, obviously have a website, www.beachtravelwine.com, and you can, you can email us from there. On our socials, uh, either Facebook at Beach Travel Wine Podcast, probably Instagram at Beach Travel Wine because it's easier to DM someone from from there, you know. So DM? Direct message. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You're up on that technology. Yeah. Yeah, you. I was joking. I knew. I knew. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, this is the part I wish people could see this part because this, I love this little banter back and forth on these. I'm the brains, obviously. <laughs> he might be the talent, but you know, <laughs> the, the I've brains got the right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and well, look. I've got the brains and I can sing. Yeah, I'm gonna keep just looking at Leanne. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know what her nickname is? What's the nickname? Well, she's got two nicknames. Her Spanish nickname is Leonita. Leonita, okay. And mm-hmm. before Leonita, and still is, Miss World. He calls me Miss World, isn't Miss that World, sweet? Very nice. Very good. Hmm. Well, you both have been yeah. a lot of fun. This was super fun talking about, about Spain. Thank you so much for coming on Journey with Jake. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it, mate. Special thanks to my guests, Leanne and Lyle from Beach Travel Wine Podcast. Really enjoyed having them on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Give them a follow. Check them out on social media. Give them a listen. They are a lot of fun. Super fun couple. A lot of great information on Spain, but a ton of other places. They travel all over the place. So give them a listen. Check them out. Thanks to all of those who keep listening to Journey with Jake. Tell your friends and family about it. Really appreciate it. Spread the word about Journey with Jake. That helps me out a ton. If you have a place or an experience that has special meaning to you, let's talk about it on the show. Send me a note. Jake at journeywithjake.net or DM me on Instagram at journeywithjakepodcast. And just remember, it's not always about the destination as it is about the journey. Take care, everybody.